Hey, hey, welcome to the Lifestyle Creation Podcast, designing life on your terms. I'm your host, Jamie Thurber, and I'm an expert operations manager, productivity queen, mindset, business, and lifestyle coach. Basically, getting shit done is my jam. And I believe in the power of intentional living and in real conversations that can shift your perspective, create habits, and ultimately achieve the freedom that you want in every area of your life. Hey, yo, guys, welcome back to the podcast. It's Jamie, Jamie and Bonnie. Well, she's sleeping, but you know, she is the best coworker a girl could ask for. <laughs> Coming at you from a really warm, sticky, sticky day in St. Louis. And my energy levels are super high, and I have to tell you why. I'm super excited. So once upon a time, actually it was probably like three, four years ago um, at this point, I have always had a virtual assistant. You guys know this, but I also used to have an assistant that lived here locally in St. Louis that would do things for me here and come to my house and help me just with various things here. She also helped me capture tons of badass content back in the day and make a lot of videos and do a lot of behind the scenes and all of those cool things. So she is a teacher now and has the summer off and the universe and the stars aligned. And in the moment that I needed something the most, she texted me literally like in the moment. And so it's been nice because it helps my energy level be higher um, when I have somebody here in my space sometimes. And so it's been really fun week. We just started back this week and it's going to clear so much space for me to keep creating so much good stuff for you guys. And I am looking forward to it. Obviously I'm not looking forward to when she has to go back to work at the school. I know that it's her passion and she's completely committed to helping young people, which I'm grateful for. Um, so myself, that was my selfishness and <laughs> not looking forward to that, but anyway, it's definitely well worth it and definitely a high vibe thing for me. Well, she was just here. She just left and we were talking about just different things that have, you know, changed in our lives and stuff. And I said, Hey, do you like tea? And she was like, I'm trying not to drink caffeine, like unless it's naturally caffeinated or like I'm trying not to drink caffeine as much as possible. And I was like, oh, well, most of the teas I drink are herbal. And I said, I don't really like tea, but I like, she was, wait, you don't like tea, but you drink these? And I was like, yeah, because they're good for me. <laughs> and so, which led me down the conversation of what I wanted to talk to you about today, which is why I felt the need to explain <laughs> in advance. And she was like, yeah, I remember you used to drink so much coffee. You drink like a pot of coffee a day like, yeah, it's true. Like I absolutely used to, and I barely drink a cup now. Like I make myself a 10 ounce cup of coffee each morning. Um, but some, in some days I drink the whole thing, but most of the time I drink, I don't drink the whole thing. Um, and that's okay. And so she was like, wow, that's a huge difference. I was like, yeah, because I definitely don't need it. Right. And we were talking about uh, how a lot of people are complain about having anxiety or feeling frazzled a lot or feeling unfocused. And they're literally like chugging coffee or chugging energy drinks. And they're like, I'm so, so much anxiety. And I have so many, I'm so un, unorganized and so unfocused. And it's like, the problem is we think that caffeine helps us with that. And it does not, actually. In most cases, it actually makes that worse, especially in the types of, in the large doses. One of the best things that you can do when you're feeling frazzled or having anxiety is drink water and breathe. 
caffeine is not the answer. And we started kind of talking deeper about it. And I thought, you know what, what a great topic for a conversation here. So you guys who have been following me for a long time know, like me having a coffee cup in my hand is an absolute part of my brand. Like coffee has been a part of my world since the first time that I worked in the corporate office. I was 20 years old working in a corporate office with a bunch of insurance adjusters in a very high paced, high stress space. And coffee was the jam, right? I, everybody had coffee. I didn't like the way it tasted. And then I moved my way from the front office type, um, position back to being an adjuster. Little known fact, not everybody knows this, that I used to be an insurance adjuster. It's part of why I was so good at my job in the automotive industry, because I have a lot of experience in property damage claims. It's also why all of my friends and family call me when they have anything happen with insurance. But anyway, when that happened, it was an extremely demanding job. I was 20 years old, so I wasn't taking great care of myself, obviously. And I started drinking coffee out of necessity to function or so I thought. Right. And I remember now looking back, I'm like, man, I was so sick, like all the time. Definitely was not the answer by any means, but I didn't know any better. And I feel like there's still a lot of people now that don't know any better or don't want to hear any better. Like they don't want to hear it. Right. So I'm going to talk about both. So please stick with me. If you're like annoyed that I just said you should drink more coffee, (laughs) just stick with me for a minute or drink less coffee. I mean, and so that became my thing that I would drink a lot of coffee all the time for forever. And it wasn't until it was, I guess, been several years now that I realized when I started having worse anxiety, when I started having other things go wrong health wise and stuff like that, I realized like caffeine was one of the worst things I could be giving and putting into my system. So I used to work for monster energy also. So I was definitely a monster girl and we got, you know, a case of monster for free as like a perk for the job. We got a case per month and I would not share that case because do you guys remember the nitrous monsters, anybody? So nitrous, the the orange, I can't remember the name of the orange, but the monster nitro or nitrous were the ones that I loved the most. They had, they were small, tall cans, skinny, tall cans, and they had the pop off top. That was my shit. I'd get a case of that and I would share it with no one because I was obsessed. And then in my like later monster years is when the ultra had come out, the white ultra. And I would get that one because it was supposed to be, you know, sugar-free and so much better for you. So still love monster. Like if I'm ever going to, if I'm ever, ever, you know, going to reach for an energy drink, that's usually the one, but I can just tell you that I don't anymore, like at all really. And if I do reach for a monster, I usually have somebody with me that I'm like, Hey, do you want to share this? And it's usually not for the caffeine. It's just because I really like the taste of a white monster. It's delicious. The white monster can the ultra. So anyway, that's kind of my story with caffeine. And so for most people to learn that I don't drink caffeine aside from my one cup of coffee per day is pretty shocking for people who know me really well. And the truth of the matter is it was a choice that I consciously made because I was sick of feeling another way. And, and here's the deal. Drinking coffee is like super mainstream and super hip and very cool. Coffee shops are amazing, right? Like sipping on coffee is definitely 
like a lifestyle for a lot of people. And I know that even a lot of my friends that coffee doesn't even affect them, they think like, oh, it doesn't make me feel more awake or jittery or anything. But what they don't realize is that it lingers in your system for, what was it? Gosh, I haven't read the report in a long time, but it's like over four hours that coffee will linger in your system. One of my good friends went on in life to become a chiropractor and she fully focuses on holistic health. And she now lives in California and trains athletes, like professional athletes and does all kinds of cool things. But she reached out to me one time when I had said online that I was about the way I was feeling and how I was trying to find a solution. And she reached out to me privately about caffeine and how it lingers. And after drinking caffeine after this time, you know, time of the day that that's could be really what's affecting anxiety and ability to, to turn my brain off all of those things. And I remember at the time going, wow, I, why the fuck don't people talk about this? Like, why don't we know, you know, mainstream that it lingers like the, I don't know the specific word for it, but the parts, the caffeine parts of a coffee bean like lingers in your system for that long and has all these other effects. So while you may be drinking coffee and thinking that it's not waking you up per se or not making you feel like you have more energy, you like it, you just drink it because it's delicious, but I promise you that it's playing a part and lessening your intake could potentially cause a lot of the issues that you're having. So I would challenge you to try that. Do I love having a cup of coffee? Absolutely. Like I love it more than the average person does, but I also don't like to make choices that don't make me feel good. I feel very much like that's, that's not smart, right? I don't enjoy feeling stupid and I think it's very stupid of me to make a choice to consume something that I know is not going to make me feel good regularly, right? I think that we need to take more responsibilities for the things that we're consuming and how they do affect our mindset and our physical body, our energy levels and things like that. Because it's so simple to say, oh my gosh, I don't feel good or I'm tired. I need more caffeine. It's like, yeah, that's counterintuitive though. Like that's actually not an intelligent decision. Do you, if you drink it because you want it, you don't care about the consequences or the symptoms that may come from drinking too much caffeine, then you can't. My, in my world, if you know what you should and shouldn't be doing and you do the thing anyway, what I mean by should and shouldn't is the things that affect the thing that you're complaining about and you choose to consume the item that negatively affects the complaint, then you have no business complaining anymore. It's now a choice that you've made and a thing that you've accepted by doing the task or consuming the thing, right? Basically, you know, own your shit and quit bitching about something that you choose not to change. End of story, right? Like, it's fine. Like, that's totally cool. You make the choices that you make, but you don't get to complain about the results or the consequences simply because you don't want to make a change in your life. That's my rule. People bitch to me about something a few times. I give them a solution or we talk about a solution. They choose not to take the solution. You don't get to complain to me about that thing anymore. I won't listen to it. Like I truly will not. I cannot love you. And I'm here when you're ready to not bitch about something that you have full control over basically. Um, And it may sound harsh to some people, but also like I don't enjoy being on a fucking um, hamster wheel and you shouldn't either. I don't enjoy commiserating with people. It's not something that I choose to uh, enjoy or consume. I should say allow to consume any of my time. 
So it's a choice that I made, and I think it's a really powerful one, and I think it's a powerful statement to anybody who finds themselves complaining a lot about something that they have control over, changing, and just choose not to. I mean, I know that the same thing happens with alcohol or with people who are unhappy with their weight and they know because of past experiences that if they stopped drinking or they stopped eating this certain food or whatever, that they would feel better or lose weight or whatever, but they choose not to. And then guess what? You don't have to complain to me about your weight anymore. It's a choice that you're making. And that is your prerogative and you are grown and you get to take responsibility for your choices. So I think that's like a huge deal in my, and it needs to be a bigger deal in like the conversations that people are having. When I say this, I don't want you guys to think that I'm like dogging on you or saying like, don't be stupid for, you know, choosing this thing. That's not it either, but be responsible, like be a conscious decision-making a human who is aware of the the result of the choices that they make, you know, like before I was in the relationship I'm in now, I was very aware of my negative patterns in relationships. Like I was very aware of choices that I would make that would kind of put me in yuck feeling type situations. And I made the choices anyway. And at the end of the day, when I would be having the same result from picking up the phone for that same guy who told you he doesn't want to be in a relationship, you know, (laughs) but you keep giving him girlfriend freaking benefits and then you feel shitty about it afterwards. Like you can't be mad at him for that. You can't be mad at anyone else for that, but yourself, because you keep choosing that thing, knowing the consequence, knowing the result. And then again, what's that? The definition of insanity, like it's not how it works. And so I was very aware of the decision I was making until I decided to stop making that and revoke access and choose like to never put myself in a situation that, you know, results in that feeling ever again. And I haven't since, um, it's all the same. So whether we're talking about choosing to drink coffee too much or choosing to answer the phone with a shitty guy, right? Like it's the same, really in similar ways. It's a similar, it's the same self-responsibility piece where you got to practice more awareness and acceptance of the choices that you make and how much power you actually have over your own existence, um, the way things go in a lot of ways. And that pisses people off when I say it. It pisses, pisses people off a lot when I talk about the power that we do have. I understand we have very big circumstances and some situations and we don't always have control, but we do have control over what we do with them, how we act, how we react, what we do or don't do. And we have to take more responsibility for the part that we play in everything, including choosing to drink coffee, even though you know it's not going to fulfill your need for more energy or to make you feel better or more alert and more focused. It's actually going to do the opposite because you probably have a good amount of data, if you really want to think about it, that shows you that what I just said is true. (laughs) It's not the answer. Water typically is the answer. Movement, different things like that. So, The other thing I wanted to mention that I do when I mentioned the teas before, I did want to talk about that for a hot minute just because, so I've had some health concerns or health um, conditions that I've talked to you guys about for before where 
one of them that's the most like mesmerizing to me is when I was like in fourth grade, I guess it was maybe, um, I was having these like unbearable stomach pains. I was a very, I was a sick child in a lot of ways. Like I was ill a lot, but I had these unbearable stomach pains. Right. And I would like, what's funny is, hold on, revert back to that last statement. I never realized that until I was an adult looking back, like, wow, you were really sick a lot. Like, so just so you know, I had a great childhood. I didn't realize what was happening. I was just, it was just part of my existence and I just didn't know any better. Right. So I remember having these super big pains in my stomach all the time and like doubling over from these pains and nobody knew what it was. So they did a scope test. No, not a scope. That was what they found. They did all kinds of different like GI testing and all these different things and tried all this different medication that never really made me feel better and they could never find out what was wrong. And then they did a scope test where they stick a little camera down your throat, you know, and they discovered that I had several spots of acid on my stomach. Now I know that that's pretty similar to an ulcer, but they didn't say that at the time. Um, and they started giving me Prevacid. So again, I'm like a, I don't know what, 12 year old taking Prevacid. I did it for several years. Um, and then what I realized is I don't even know why I went off of it because the pain didn't really go away. It was always kind of still there. And then as I got older, and more stressed out again, like the same feelings would come in the same places and it still lingers. Like I can feel it right now because personally, like simply to be very honest with you, like I haven't been drinking my tea religiously like I was, which is why I want to tell you about this. For the past three weeks, I've been a little off my game in some ways, three, four weeks maybe. Um, and one of those ways is taking my supplements and drinking my tea. And so I have an herbalist. Her name is Michelle. I'll put her information below. She's freaking amazing. Um, and she created, based upon my needs, she created a custom tea blend for me. One of the things that that tea blend helps with is digestion. The reason that an herbal tea is so helpful and so beneficial is because unlike the Prevacid, right, which didn't obviously didn't fix the problem 20 years ago or whatever it was, um, it heals. Herbs have the ability to heal you and to heal things like heal your endocrine system, heal the lining of your stomach, heal the innards of your intestines, heal your, well, like the endocrine system for me, it's a few ways like anxiety inducing and in the ability to have, to not sleep well. And so these different ways that these herbs are working in you know, unison or whatever, customized specifically for me, they help with all of those things. So I feel less stressed when I drink my tea regularly. I don't have the pain in my stomach that I have. My joints are more lubricated because that's a pain that I have, you know, different things like that. And so I just wanted to kind of leave you with a note about that, that if it's not something that you've tried and you do have some, you know, aggravations or ailments or conditions or whatever you want to call them, that maybe you feel like this is just the way it's going to be for me. You know, I just have the stomach pain. I just don't digest food properly. I just can't gain weight or lose weight because this is what somebody some, somewhere told me. Um, I want you to know that there are other choices to that, you know, to where like, you guys know I've talked to you about having anxiety medication, having medicine for depression, having, you know, we just talked about the Prevacid, like those things. And I have nothing against having a medication to be a helper 
but I am against having a medication and not doing anything to fix the thing, right? So that's why I'm an advocate for talk therapy. Like if you have a medication for anxiety or for depression and you're not talking to a therapist regularly to heal yourself and deal with the things and learn how to cope with anxiety and different mechanisms to prevent it and different things like that. If you're not doing that too, like it makes me really sad. It also pisses me off that the industry doesn't require both. Honestly, they'll just push you a pill and then never tell you that there are things that you can do to make that not be your, you know, constant that you don't always have to take that forever and ever. Amen. You know, um, so I just wanted to mention that because like, you know, obviously I quit taking the prevacid and, and the problem persisted and was there and I just dealt with it for a really long time. And I never even thought about mentioning it to anyone because it was just a thing that I feel like right underneath my rib cage, the bottom of my rib cage and where my stomach is, you know, and it's just like, until I sat there and started getting in touch with my body and saying, okay, but what are these things? Are they really something I have to live with? Yes or no. And talking to somebody who is willing to say, Hey, let's try this. Like these herbs, these plants, I know help heal digestion, heal the lining of your stomach. Like she's got some great stories of people who have really extreme like bowel syndromes and that, that by sticking long-term to these certain herb blend teas, like they've completely healed it. Like IBS is gone, like things like that. Um, much more extreme than I have. So this is not like hocus fucking pocus, you guys, like before pharmaceutical companies existed, how do you think we treated things with plants? They're, they're there for a reason. So anyway, I just wanted to mention that because I think it's, first of all, I love a drink, a good, hot, delicious beverage. <laughs> so the teas help with that to where I add honey or lemon or a different like um, strawberry or, you know, Ginger is something I add a lot into the teas, which has a shitload of great benefits, but the flavor is delicious. Lots of different things like that to where it's still a hot beverage and it, it kind of fulfills that like hip desire to have a coffee cup in my hand, right? But it's so beneficial. To, so back to like, yes, I love coffee. Yes, I love having a coffee in my hand and sipping it, but I also love to make, I don't like to make choices that don't make me feel well. And so instead I've supplemented it with these teas and it's exciting and it's fun and it fucking works. So there are always ways around it. Like I have clients who are trying to try to get away from the habit of having a beer or a bourbon when they get home from work at the end of the day, it's like a habit, right? And so we talk about different things that they can fill in that blank with fill in that spot with something else they can consume that's good for them. So it's, there's always like a give and take to where maybe it's an addiction, maybe it's a habit, maybe it's a desire to have a hot cup of something delicious, you know, or whatever. So it's definitely, there are things, the bourbon thing during the winter, right? For one of my clients, he started having hot cider. Like it was delicious hot cider and it filled that void. Um, at the end of the day, which to a lot of people are like, yeah, okay, my stress levels are so high. There's just no way that's going to work. And it's like, okay, 
never given it a fucking chance. You just enjoy talking about drinking and how it's the thing in a lot of those cases, which is another conversation for another day. I just love all of you who are super open-minded and that hang tight with me through all the conversations. And I just wanted to share a bit about all of those things and talk about you know, do a little research about the things that you're consuming. If you're drinking a ton of coffee every day and you're having certain symptoms, look up those symptoms or look up the effects that coffee has on people. You're drinking a shitload of monsters, but you're always feeling this other way, blah, blah, blah. Like you got to change something if you want something to change. End of story. And if you don't want to do that, that's okay too, but you got to quit bitching about whatever the thing is that's being caused by the choice that you're making the love of God, please. <laughs> For the sake of all the other humans and the high, the vibration of the planet, like let's stop complaining about things that are direct result of our choices. Please, please, please. Anyway, I love you guys. Thank you so much for being here with me. As always, if you like this episode, please share it with somebody who you think can benefit from it. Share it on social media and tag us in the post. We love seeing that. Send us a message with any questions that you have. My email address is listed below, or you can message me on any of the social platforms. If you like conversations like this and you'd enjoy plugging in with a group of like-minded people and myself as your coach, then give Operation Do a look. The link is below. It is a weekly session that I teach. You also get access to a library of over 400 training videos, which is more more thousands of dollars of value than I can even count right now. And it's just a beautiful place to be. And it's access to me directly in your pocket as your coach, if you so choose to use it that way. And it is a small monthly fee and we would love to have you. Thanks for being here again. Love you. Have a great rest of your day.